I'm Caroline. And I'm Megan. And on this episode of the Songwriter Diaries, we have guest Nikki Jerome. Hi, Nikki. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> We're so glad you could come. <laughs> so why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Oh, well, um, I'm 21. Um, I started this program like three years ago. I'm kind of like in between my senior year-ish. Um, I've been playing saxophone since I was like in fifth grade, I think, and then I've been playing piano all my life, and I just sang, and I started writing at 14, um, yeah, and just, I love jazz and blues, and I, like, got into that more, because I did jazz band in high school, and all that, so I really was influenced by that, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. So, how long have you been, so you've been writing songs since you were 14? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. How long, when did you kind of realize that you were like, this is what I want to do? So I think, like, my songs when I was 14 were really terrible, and I think we can all kind of agree that. So I yep. think when I started to talk to my band teacher, um, and I was, like, showing him stuff, and I was just getting really into it, and it was just pure, like, you know, creativity. There was no, like, I had no restriction at that point because I didn't really know what I was doing. And then um, my teacher showed me Tori Amos, and after listening to her, I think I was, like, um, hooked. Like, I really want to yes. do this. Tori <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Amos, yes. Um, and so you play piano and mm-hmm. saxophone. Yes, I do. Um, what instrument did you start writing on first? Uh, piano, um, yeah, and singing mainly. Then did you add in saxophone to certain songs, or do you write separate songs on saxophone? <laughs> yeah, so that's a good question because I've been trying to figure out how to incorporate saxophone in my songs so my upcoming project there's like interludes and it's here and there but since you know I'm like singing I can't like play so I've been like trying to figure out how can I make it like a simultaneous thing so um it's mostly like when we have like solo sections and stuff then I'll like incorporate it or like in my this one song I wrote called Heart Behind Bars, like, I put a saxophone section in it and then, like, had it. So it just kind of comes after I write the song. Um, and I've been trying to, like, do my own project on sax, but it's, like, been hard to keep up on it. So Yeah, that would be yeah. hard because we were talking about this because we're going to ask you to play a song later mm-hmm. or to have a song, just a recording that we can put yeah. in. But Megan was like, oh, but she plays saxophone. I was like, well, she can't play saxophone and sing at the same time. So I don't know how she would do that. So we were talking about that earlier. Um, so what is your go-to writing process then? So um, I don't like to force myself to write because mm-hmm. I feel like if I do that, then it kind of just puts a negative connotation behind it. So I usually kind of wait for inspiration I know everyone kind of has their own way to go about that, but it's usually like I'll get a melody in my head or I'll just sit, be at the piano. Um, a lot of the time I do have to like be in a practice room or like in a place where I feel like I'm not going to be distracted and then I just kind of go for it. Um, and I just write whatever comes to mind, even if it's dumb or whatever. And I like using like cool extensions. And like lately I've been looking up like cool R&B chord progressions and trying to write on those. And like, I do that sometimes too. Um, I never really do backing tracks or things like that. Cause I, I like to kind of have like that interaction with the piano while I'm doing it. And like, yeah. and I love jazz. So I just try to take those elements when I'm writing always like try to incorporate that. Yeah. So mm, that's cool. Yeah. That's a cool idea to look up chord progressions and um, 
I always I feel like I do that with like I look up cover songs or the songs yeah. I want to cover and then find and just kind of like steal progression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's cool. Um, uh, <laughs> what form and perspective do you usually use with your songwriting? Like, do you write from like first person, third person, and do you use like verse chorus or AABA? Yeah. So I use verse chorus a lot. Same. Um, <laughs> I found myself like getting into the habit. Um, my most recent single that I released though is is just first chorus and there's no bridge really it's mm-hmm. kind of like more of an ad-lib section so it's more of a aba oh, cool. um and then in terms of like perspective i usually always write in the first person um i've been trying to challenge myself and not write in the first person as much because i know like owen is like rewrite in the different you know tenses and i, yeah, we have, love a hard, owen. <laughs> I have a hard time love owen. Me too. i love him too i have a hard time like separating it because then it seems like mm-hmm. you know and I know like some people are so good at doing that like writing about stories and I'm just so like not that way I love stories <laughs> I'm so yeah. bad at writing Megan stories only writes on stories <laughs> I love pretty it much. <laughs> I love it so do you have certain themes that you usually write about yeah well um I'll just be open I was in a really like bad relationship um like uh last year since I was like 16 so I wrote a lot about like that heartbreak and and like kind of like what I went through and how I felt and then um then like I noticed when I'd like have a new thing to worry about or like new thing to hurt about it's always usually about that um but then I got into a good relationship and I started writing happy love songs um yeah and like songs that like I didn't think would come out of me um like happy like pretty love songs um like just sweet songs, you know, um, like I wrote, um, a song Love just that. kind of being about like a long distance cause my boyfriend lives in Colorado Springs. So it's kind of a long distance enough. <laughs> so I wrote a song about it, uh, for singer songwriter ensemble. And, uh, that was like the first real one I like finished and it felt good to finally write something that wasn't really sad. That's oh. a good old depressing, yeah. but <laughs> oh my yeah. God, I know that feeling all too well. <laughs> Um, how much of your usual set when you perform out is originals versus like old timey songs or covers? So it just depends on how long the set is, um, and what I'm doing. So like this Thursday, I have a show coming up at Motif Jazz Club. Woo-hoo. Yeah. With, I'm playing with my boyfriend actually, and I'm doing Aww. like three, he's a guitar, a jazz guitarist. But cool. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so he, um. So we're doing, it's a blues night, so we have to do mostly blues. Um, so, like, in that case, it's going to be, you know, like, 75 to 80% covers, and then, you know, the rest original. For the showcase I'm doing on Sunday, the Women's Crush, it's obviously all originals, because it's, Woo-hoo! you know, like, a 30-minute set. <laughs> yeah. So that's usually kind of how it goes. It just depends on the hour. So, like, when I do a three-hour gig, it's always a lot of covers. Like, I kind of do half and half or things like that. So it just really depends on the show. Yeah, Definitely. I can relate to that. Three hour <laughs> sets are... Yeah, they're hard. They're so hard. I had a four hour set like, yeah. last summer. It was very difficult. Like I, I just took a lot of breaks. Push myself through this. I know I've been there. I've been there. At that point, I always feel like... I always just feel like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why am I here? What am I'm I like, doing? no one's paying attention anymore. Should I just leave? And I'm like, no, keep going. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So you perform out a lot, which is clear because you have two shows coming up in this week. Um, So would you consider yourself more of a performer or more of a songwriter? So it's interesting because I feel like um, I have like 
the musician side of like you know I've performed on sax without singing and then like also have like you know um that experience along with the songwriter experience and like performing like my own stuff and then performing covers out so it's like a mix of both and it's a weird world because songwriters are a lot different than musicians um and performers in general um and I think like trying to find that mix and and making sure that you still kind of like stick to your songwriter roots while you know like utilizing the performance aspects and like trying to be more performer is also important because I think like as a writer you have to put yourself in that perspective you know even if you're not gonna you know be the one performing the song so it's like I'm open to you know both and I've I identify myself as both but it's hard to like find the balance sometimes that's why I never like say like yeah like I'm a performer but I'm really like at heart like I love writing and like I think if it came down to it and I could never perform again like I would still want to write so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah I love that oh god <laughs> yeah. I agree <laughs> um what so you come from you know jazz and mm-hmm. R&B, R&B background what artists are your biggest influences for your music um, so people probably like uh, Nora Jones and Ella Fitzgerald. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I love, love her. Nora. <laughs> I get compared to her a lot. Like, I think this one guy, I forgot his name. He came in like to talk to us and he was like, you're like an edgier Nora Jones. And I didn't know how to go about that. But um, love that. <laughs> even though it's weird, because I love Tori Amoso too. And she's so weird, but she does everything. <sighs> so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Like people like that. And like, um, I love Amy Winehouse and yeah and like <laughs> oh, Billie yeah. Holiday yeah like all those women that were just awesome and even like for like saxophone players I love like Paul Desmond like the sultry you know I love sultry like singing and yeah so that's like kind of where I feel like I drive myself to and I you know like I just love like listening to it but I like I love Ella and she just has a mm timeless voice that I could never get enough of. Super timeless. That's a Mm -hmm. great word to use to describe her. Um, What current songwriters do you recommend listening to? Um, Tori Amos, like always. Um, I also think like, um, I know that Bruno Mars doesn't write a lot of his own stuff, but I think the stuff that is being written for him is really incredible and I really recommend if you have not listened to the 24 karat gold album to listen to it it's such a good album yes yeah it's one of my favorites like it is it just has all these like influences on it and it's amazing um I love her and then or I love him and then as far as like other modern songwriters I'm trying to think like who I feel like I mean Nora Jones is a great example of of one I know she like works with some other people and then I really love like Sam Smith and like Mm. for because I know he writes some of his own stuff and even like I know everyone kind of hates her but like Taylor Swift's also a really good songwriter and I think people should listen (laughs) yeah yeah like I know there's there's all this stuff but like at the heart like she can write a good song um and you can hear it like I mean, there's a reason why people like it. I mean, I, and then what's her name? Kelly, Kelly Uchis is also really good. I don't think I've heard of her. Yeah. So she has a lot of like older style to her voice, but it's very modern. Um, and I've been getting more into the neo soul side of things. So I don't know like exactly everyone's name, but like all the neo soul stuff that's come out lately, I really like, um, and all those people are kind of doing it on their own. Can you explain what neo soul is? Yeah. So neo soul, yeah. Neo soul is like really cool chords so it's and it's usually done with like a Rhodes piano or electric piano oh, okay. yeah so you'll be able to hear it um most of the time and it's usually non-diatonic chords that they were using and it has a certain feel to it that soul music has mm. 
which yeah exactly what makes you go mm, like i like that like <laughs> if you think about like someone like donny hathaway and then like kind of like make it more modern that's the best way i could kind of describe it because there's a lot of like sharp 11s and nights used in, in neo soul i'm still figuring out how they go about it and a lot of it yeah. is like weird do you listen to leon bridges yes i do i know who you're talking about mm-hmm. yes i love that okay so big question Mm -hmm. what are your overall goals as a performer and as a songwriter so i i really just want to do this forever like with my life but i want people to listen to my songs and i think like as songwriters and as performers we struggle because there's this like fight for fame all the time and it's kind of just the reality of it but I want I've always wanted like I love Elvis growing up so much I was like I want to be just like him like I want to be the superstar like I'm a Leo like you know like I have this (laughs) like yeah like so I have like this whole like mentality and I love like the extra and like you know like seeing the Freddie Mercury or the Bohemian Rhapsody movie and like seeing the way yeah like seeing the way he was just so like confident like I want to I think that's like my overall goal is to have that like unbreakable confidence when I perform no matter who I'm performing for how many people and you know I want to like eventually obviously like make a living and just be like this like bad boss girl like lady boss that Mm -hmm. does her own thing and like performs and plays out all the time and people know who they are and you know not necessarily like the most famous person in the world but you know, at least making a splash and people paying attention. I really want to inspire other people and like letting people know like it's okay to be a little bit objective and like not perfect and you know, like to I love all of that. Passion. Passion. Yeah. Thanks. You are a lady boss. Yes. Yeah, you already are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so do you want you said earlier you want to keep writing no matter what. Mm-hmm. Would you ever have anyone write songs for you if you got that fame in that? Yeah, I think I definitely would be open to it if I felt like the message was something that I would want to say. Um, And I think that's that's what it would come down to. Definitely. Well, we've come to the point (laughs) in the podcast. Um, Would you be willing to either play a song for us or share a recording with us? podcast? All right. So this song is called Heart Behind Bars. Um, It's finished, obviously. Um, There's actually a music video for this song. I haven't said that publicly yet. Um, And basically, the whole music video is, like, um, this idea of prohibition of music. And I wear a red dress, like, sparkly dress, like, uh, Jessica Rabbit vibes in it. And I'm really excited. Is it out yet? When is it coming out? It's not out. So I need to finish the EP first. Mm. And once I finish the EP, it's almost I literally like two more sessions ago. We just have to finish mixing and mastering the project. And then I have to start all the business stuff, which is going to be tough. But I'm thinking probably March um, ish because I want to release this song as a single and then put out the video. Um, But yeah, it's it's a it's a fun song. It's a bossa nova. So much fun. And you all are getting a sneak peek. That's a real sneak peek. Like, wow. For real sneak peek.
So yeah, like we lines. we originally um, had it. It was like guitar, vocal, and then Eman kind of came in because he's just loves like Latin music, and so like having his influence on it really helped. Um, like I did obviously the sax, um, and then <laughs> my friend James Martin did the drums um, because I had performed it with this band I played in briefly, um, and he was like, I want to do drums for it when you record it. So yeah, he did the drums for it. So that was kind of there already and then Eman kind of came in and did like the shakers and things like that i love those little um i love those touches of the shakers Thanks. and then the harmonies towards the end with the stops oh my god thank so you good. thanks so, good. <laughs> yeah. so nice thank that you guys was, for listening yeah oh it's so amazing <laughs> yeah. and sneak peek keep an eye out for the ep in march because that's going to be happening, and I'm going to have that on repeat for oh, sure. Thanks. <laughs> yes. Um, so you, this Sunday, you're mm-hmm. playing the Women Crush Music Denver Showcase. Yes, I am. That's so exciting. Thank you. Um, so and it's in Boulder, correct? It is, yes. Awesome. The and Laughing Goat. Awesome. What time is that at? I believe it starts at 8 p.m. and goes to 11. Oh, night time. So Love it. That. Yeah. <laughs> That's best. My yeah. bedtime. Oh. <laughs> Me too. It's okay. Oh, it. <laughs> I'll just drink a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I um, and then you have a show this Thursday. I do. It's at uh, Motif Jazz Cafe. It's off of Cheyenne Mountain Boulevard in Colorado Springs. Oh, cool. It's kind of like Dazzle before Dazzle moved. 
it's kind of mm. what it reminds me of okay. yeah it's a really nice place so if you're down there mm. you should, you should come it starts at seven yes and that's tonight because this is being released thursday <gasps> oh <laughs> so that's tonight everyone go out and see yeah go right now <laughs> but so <get> there. relevant <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for thank coming on. Thank you guys on. so much. It was so fun. Thank you. Yeah. And keep doing this. And girl power. Girl power. I love it. Yes, the lady boss is yes. for the win. Hashtag girl boss. So we'll link everything of Nikki's down below in the description of this. So you can go follow her on everything and go check out her music. And her dog. And her dog. We'll link her dog's Instagram down <laughs> below. Oh, we love Nikki's dog. Thank you. She loves you guys. She just th- she didn't know you. I know she she'll love you. I know it. So a couple updates from Megan and I. You can listen to this podcast on both YouTube and SoundCloud, depending on where you're listening to it right now, which you better be. And also, it's the very end of New Song November. Megan and I have fallen off the wagon, but I posted a song on Monday for the first time in two weeks. Megan hasn't posted at all. Since like the fifth of November, <laughs> I gave up. I gave up. I, I just. I'm sorry, everyone. I gave up. <laughs> but I'm trying to get back on the wagon now. But I'm probably gonna fail. <laughs> Think positively. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all we have for this podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.